Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast. Brother Jeremy here. I want to go to the book of Hebrews today, chapter number 10. We've been talking over the last couple podcasts about the importance of church membership and it is such a needed subject today the church has been downplayed and um, you know there's so much that people want to talk about that's wrong with the church but we need to focus on what's right with the church and there are people that are talking about the shape that the church is in and I I understand that uh, there there are problems in the church. People will, well, I got hurt in church, and so they don't go back. Well, as a pastor for the last 26 years and full-time ministry for the last 29 years, I can tell you I have been hurt in church. But you know what? It's still God's plan. And you know, talking about Noah going over there, Noah, you get Noah and you say Noah was the, I bet that boat got to be a mess. You know, people, the church is a mess today. And I bet if you got Noah and you said, hey, Noah, in that 351 days you were on that boat, 40 days and 40 nights it rained, and then you had to stay afloat for over 300 more days before you saw dry ground. Did that boat get to be a mess? I mean, you had all kind of animals in there, and, and I'm sure it was a mess. And you know what he'd say? Yeah, it got to be a mess, but it was still the best boat that was floating. And that's the way it is with the church. The church is still the the boat that is afloat. And I'm staying with the church. I'm a local church man from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. And it's important for you to be a member of a local church. Here's what the Bible said in Hebrews 10, 25. And we love this verse because we believe in faithfulness to the assembly of the church. When the church doors are open, yours ought to be closed. When the lights on the church are on, at the church are on, yours ought to be off. When the parking lot is filled here, your driveway ought to be empty. Or at least one car missing that is at the house of God. It's amazing people will make every excuse in the world not to go to church, but They'll go to Walmart, and they'll go to the eating place, and they'll go to the grocery store, and they never miss work. And uh, the church is important, and your membership there and your faithfulness there is important. Here's what the Bible says in Hebrews 10, 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. The church of the living God is the most important and powerful, and I don't say organization because I don't believe in or, it's an organization. I believe it's an organism. It's living. It's living. It was giving all, given all power in Matthew 28. It's given worldwide jurisdiction. There's not a place in the world that what the, the plan of God for the church cannot reach. Jesus said, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. And there's no power that can overcome the church. No weapon formed against thee shall prosper. I believe that. 
And the devil and his devils cannot stop the church. Jesus said, upon this rock, I'll build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Well, why is it so weak in this hour that we're living in? Why is the church not what it is supposed to be? We are a far distance from the church of Jerusalem, the church of Antioch, the church of the first century, the church of the book of Acts. Why is the average church struggling? I mean, there's many, many churches that are barely staying above water. They're weak. There's no momentum. There's no advancement. There's no growth. Why is it that it appears uh, that every time a church takes two, store, uh, two steps uh, you know, two, t- two steps forward, they take a step back. Why are people that have been in church for years walking out, getting out of church? Leaders that are quitting because they're discouraged. Pastors resigning. Uh, you know, going into the business world, the private sector, churches going out of business. Why is that happening? Why are there so few salvations? Why are there so few baptisms? Why is the missions program struggling? I want to ask you this. Is it the Word of God that has failed us? Is it the Spirit of God that has failed us? God has not chosen another vehicle to do the job. The church is God's plan. And the problem is not with God's plan. The problem is with God's people. The church can only be as powerful as the members that are a part of that church. There's no power in the building. I love the beautiful church building. There's no power in the property. There's no power in the sign. There's no power in the name that you put on your church sign. The power and the effectiveness of the church is going to be tied to the spirit-filled membership. If your church is not what it should be, it's because you are not being what you need to be. We've got to understand that. We've got to understand that the power comes through us. And I'll say something. You cannot be right with God if you're not connected to a local church. Oh, brother Jeremy, I cannot believe you said that. I cannot believe that you went that far. I'm going to say that again. You cannot be right with God if you are not connected to a local church. 1 Timothy 3.15 But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. You cannot achieve spiritual growth apart from the local church. You cannot receive the blessings of God by maintaining a distance from his bride, the local church. You cannot expect God's protection. You cannot expect God's intervention in your life if you're disconnected from the church. How are you going to raise godly, spiritual, holy children if you're not part of the church? You need to be a part of the church. And, uh, well, preacher, I'm just one person. It don't matter. It's just, you know, I, I'm just one. I mean, how, how detrimental is it to me if, if I'm not part of the church? I mean, you know, it's just me. And, uh, you know, you can't pin it on me if my church is not not being well let me ask you this how many body parts do you have to have missing for you to be disabled because jesus made the comparison to the local church 
How many body parts do you have to have missing for you not to have health? How many body parts do you have to have uh, giving you trouble for your body to be bothered? And I'm telling you, the New Testament church is the same way. It is important that every member of the body be connected, be spirit-filled, because the welfare and the health of the church depends upon it. And that should be our number one concern as a child of God, as a member of the church, is how can I help my church to be prosperous? How can I help my church to be prosperous? How can I help my church to grow? Well, one, it's very clear from our text, Hebrews 10, 25, you can get yourself to church. You want to help your church? Be faithful. Be faithful. By not being in church, you miss out. And by not being in church, your church misses out. You go over to John chapter 20 when Jesus had risen. And in John 20, Jesus rose from the dead. And he went, I believe he went to heaven and uh, presented his blood and then came back. And uh, he, he, Jesus is proof that you can go to a family reunion and still make it back Sunday night service. But at any rate, uh, he comes back in. And you know what? Thomas was not there. And the Bible teaches us that the Lord's presence was there. The Lord's peace was there. The Lord's purpose was there. The Lord's power was there. And Thomas missed every bit of it. And during any given service, somebody could get saved and you miss it. Somebody could get right with God and you would miss it. Somebody could surrender to preach and you would miss it. Somebody could join the church and you would miss it. God could reveal a life-changing truth. See, I believe every service is a life-changing. And you miss it. A missionary could present his burden to the church for the field and you'd miss it. We could vote on something important and start a building program or hire a staff member and you miss it. Your, your attendance. How do I help my church be prosperous? Be there. I've often told my young parents that have young children that are not saved, the very service you miss may have been the one where the Holy Spirit drew and wooed your child to the Lord. The very service could have been the message that touched their heart like no other. You could be here. And then when you're here, be here. Have your mind engaged. Have your heart engaged. Open your Bible. I don't understand this, and I'm going to tell you something. I don't understand this, how somebody can come to church and not even bring a Bible. How do you go to church without a Bible? I'm not talking about if you can't afford one. If you can't afford a Bible, I've told our church folk, if you can't afford a Bible, we'll get you a Bible. There's Bibles in all of our pews, King James Bibles, in all of our pews, that if somebody needs a Bible, they can take one. And, and so be there. But then be there. Don't have your mind elsewhere. You know, get involved in the service, a hand raised, an amen, a hallelujah, a glory to God, a smile. <laughs> Just a smile would be amazing. And so be there and be there. When you come, actually get engaged in the service. In, and so I think it's important for your attendance. I think it's important for your amens. People need to know where you stand. When the preacher preaches, it's time to say amen. You know what amen means? Let it be so. I agree. Yes, that's right. How can you say amen in church? Well, you can just say amen. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Yes, that's right. Go on, preacher. Preach. I mean, there's all types. Well, I don't like that. Well, it's in the Word of God. It's in the Word of God. Nehemiah chapter 8, you can study that, uh, that they they stood up. Ezra blessed the Lord and the great God uh, when they stood up. And, and, and they were just saying, I agree. I'm in this with you. And it, and it helps the folks around you when you say amen. Did you know all four of your Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, end with the word amen? In fact, every book of the New Testament except James and Third John end with an amen. So it's biblical for New Testament Christians to say amen. Just let it be so. And the first time you read the word amen in the Bible is in the Old Testament, and it comes in a verse where a priest is cursing immoral women for committing adultery, and she had to say amen, amen at the curse. <laughs> we're supposed to say amen to the things we like, and we're supposed to say amen to the things we don't like. Hitting that song. And so your attendance, your amens, and then your attention. You can pay attention. Be involved. Get involved. Man, I'm telling you how we need to be connected to the church. Church membership is so important. Now, I don't, I don't want you to miss the next podcast because we're going to go deeper and further in this, and I believe it'll help you and uh, how we need it and how we need the church in this hour. But the church needs the members of the church. It's the importance of church membership. Today you have the opportunity to take the fire that you have from your local church and go out and be salt and light. This world is dirty and dark, and it needs you. Go out today and be a witness. If you're listening to this in the evening, plan on purpose. I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to pray, read my Bible, get filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to go out and make a difference in this world. And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.